It is the morning news feed post game, WMAY. Mike Winmacher with you. Appreciate you tuning in on a Thursday morning. And appreciate this gentleman. Always the highlight for me week to be able to talk to him. It's Eric Davis, managing editor, Fandango.com. Thanks for changing things around for us this morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Man. Of course, of course. There's so much stuff to talk about, as there always is. We'll, we'll get to Suicide Squad because I've, I'm so excited to speak about that particular movie. I love James Gunn, and it looks like he's done a fantastic job. But I'll start with a different superhero or anti-hero, as it were. We got a new Venom trailer earlier this week, and it really looks like they're kind of exploring the depth of the relationship between Venom and his host, Eddie Brock, in this particular film. Yeah, I think they're doing a, a a couple things. I think they're they're leaning into the camp of it yeah. of Venom. Yep. Um, so tonally, this is going to be a different kind of superhero movie, uh, and that's I think the biggest challenge for for Venom. It was a challenge in the first film, but I think this second one is sort of embracing that tone a bit more than the first film did, um, and it's finding that balance between sort of this dark brooding kind of crazy character uh but then also that comedy mm-hmm. uh you know that camp of of um of dealing with this other kind of personality within you that's different from your personality and i think there's there's a lot of humor and dark humor <laughs> that comes from that so we see that in the trailer but then you also get like the big superhero stuff you know mm-hmm. um i'm excited um, that because of the tone of this film, I'm excited to have Woody Harrelson yes. playing Carnage, who is the big villain in the movie. I hope that the tone, that sort of dark humor, carries itself also over to Harrelson's character. And I'm curious to see how that plays itself out. But look, I mean, I give it credit because it's unlike any of these other super superhero movies, whether it's your cup of tea I don't know. I don't think it's going to be everybody's cup of tea, but I do give it credit for at least, um, you know, exploring other things uh, than these other superhero films. Yeah, the one thing I did notice, too, in the trailer, I I remember at the end, like the stinger at the end of the Venom movie, there were so many people laughing just about the appearance of uh, the Woody Harrelson character. That that seems to have been altered a little bit to get that kind of the sideshow Bob thing out of the way. Yeah, yeah, it does, it does look, look a little bit different from this one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I think that uh, I, I, I like Woody Harrelson. I think yes. Woody Harrelson is always doing crazy things, and so uh, I'm, I'm game for it. Andy Circus directed this. Oh wow! Um, and so that's an interesting note there. Circus, well, very well known for his motion capture and working with that technology and advancing it to the place that it's been. Uh, of course, has played characters himself. I imagine he's playing some kind of character in this film uh, that, that will be revealed at some point. Right. But it's cool to see that he's directing it because he knows franchise movies, uh, you know, that yeah. he, with the Lord of the Rings. And he knows motion capture uh, and how to really make that kind of stuff look cool. So hopefully that the action looks looks better in this movie. Right. Um, and then hopefully that tone, like I said, it's all about that tone and getting it and getting that right. We're talking with Eric Davis, com. Something that's not uh, coming out this week, but early next week, because now Disney Plus is like, oh, we're just going to release things on Wednesdays. Uh, so we're going to have What If? And talk about a different take on superheroes. You've had a chance to see a few of the episodes this is going to be a property where fans are going to have to open their minds a little bit to the possibilities, right? 
Yeah, I think they're going to have to open their minds in a few different ways because this is the first really animated series that we're yeah. getting from Marvel Studios, from the MCU. So right off the bat, you're going to be seeing sort of familiar storylines, familiar characters uh, in an animated form, which we've never seen before. So I think there's there's that to get used to. Uh, but then also, yeah, this is I'm, I've described it as sort of the MCU's Twilight Zone, hmm. um, narrated by Jeffrey Wright who plays the watcher uh, in that sort of deep voice that he has. Uh, and really it's about like, we know what happened in this one universe that contains all of these Marvel movies that we've seen, but there are other universes. And as we've sort of seen from the Loki series that kind of helped introduce the fact that there are these other universes out there. And so, you know, how does the Captain America story play out in another universe? Mm -hmm. You know, maybe in one universe, as we've seen in an episode, uh, T'Challa is not Black Panther. T'Challa is actually taken by accident instead of Chris Pratt's uh, character. And then T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. What does that look like? You know, and then there's another episode. The third episode involves involves the origin story of the Avengers. Hmm. What if that story was completely different? Um, and so it's quite, kind of to show you these alternate versions of, of of how a story that we know by heart played out in another universe. It's very interesting uh, how, how it all connects to the live action stuff. They said that it will at some point in some way. So maybe there's an animated version of a reality that we see in this, in the animated series that it also, they go back to in a live action movie or TV series. So, but you know, the stakes aren't as high. You're not going to get to the end of an episode and say, how is this going to tie into a movie? Um, and so that I think is something audiences will need to get used to, but I actually felt, felt found it quite refreshing to not to get to an end of episode and be like, that was, that was a nice contained TV episode. I don't right. have to think about how it ties into the next 30 movies. Right, you know? Exactly. I don't have to move my, my string theory around anymore to be like, all right, when is this going to show up again? I can just actually enjoy it in its form that it is right now, which is kind of a, a nice thing for uh, us Marvel fans. We're talking with Eric Davis, manager editor of Fandango.com. All right, let's get to it. Suicide Squad uh, out this week. The reviews have been fantastic. Once again, James Gunn taking a ragtag group of superheroes and turning them into just an absolute blast from what I read. Yeah, I mean, the biggest note here is that it's 96% certified wow. fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. So as it opens today in, in theaters and, and on HBO Max, it is the highest rated uh, DC Comics movie, not even DCEU, DC Comics movie uh, ever on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, that score, you know, sometimes we uh, after the release comes out, so many people see it, that score drops a little bit, and it may drop a little bit. But, you know, at the time of release, that's still a significant accomplishment. Um, the highest rated score right now is 94% for The Dark Knight. Wow. Um, so it, it goes to show that he has done enough uh, different things with this film that has really kind of uh, sparked with uh, with with all critics, um, and it's it's really great. You know, it is R rated. It is very violent. Um, there is cursing in it. Uh, there is brain splatter in it. Keep that in mind <laughs> if you are going to watch it with your kids. Right. Um, but that being said, there's also a lot of heart in it, um, and there's a lot of emotion in it, and that's what James Gunn. Uh, is so good at and that we've gotten the taste of in the Guardians of the Galaxy films. Uh, but this, you know, to go so hard R 
the way he does with the violence and the language, um, but then to also inject this heart and this emotion uh, into the middle of that. I think that's why critics are responding so well to it, because it's just not something we're used to seeing in an aggressively you know, R-rated yeah. violent movie. Um, so I think that balance is really fantastic. I think he does a really great job with it. And there's so many great character moments right. as well. So um, I could not recommend this movie more. I would just say beware. It is very hard R-rated. Um, and so you should keep that in mind before watching. You mentioned the character performance. It does seem from just the trailers that there are so many different characters that get their moments and such great performances from a variety of people within this cast. Yeah, I mean, when this movie starts, look, there's like, I don't even know, 15, 16, you know, members, members. of this Suicide Squad team that, that are, are go on this mission. You know, they, it starts off right off the bat. This is the mission. This is the team that's been assembled. There's like 15 of them. Uh, and then they go. Right. Uh, and then, you know, and then the movie goes from there. So that's also great. There's not this whole like we need to recruit a team. Uh, but right right off the bat, Boom. we're on this mission with all of these characters. Some of them die. I'm not going to reveal which one. <laughs> right. Uh, and then we are left with, you know, our core group uh, that we're with for a majority of the film. Um, and, and there's just some really great characters in there. I mean, they took this character, Polka Dot Man, who uh, is a character that kills people with flying polka dots out of his hand <laughs> and has made him, turned him into honestly one of the most memorable characters maybe wow. that we've ever seen in a comic book movie. So that is the genius, I think, of James Gunn's writing, the ability to take these random characters that you would nev never even knew were, were a DC Comics character created whenever by whoever in the back door or something. <laughs> right. Um, and turn them into a character that will be as memorable as a Thor. As oh, wow. a Batman, you know, and I right. think yeah. that is the genius. That is fantastic. I'm hoping, and I don't know, and I don't want to get it too much spoilery because I can't wait to see it, but I'm hoping at some point with some of those deaths, it's very much Deadpool 2 X-Force-esque, where certain people meet some very funny demises. Yes. Okay, <laughs> okay. There are definitely some funny <laughs> demises, yes. Uh, very, definitely funny, funny demises, uh, you know, but still violent. Yeah, still yeah, yeah brain splatter got to got to got to make that point <laughs> okay. uh, but yeah I, but nevertheless my 9 year old son is very excited to watch it so i told him we'll, we'll watch it together awesome um but uh but yeah so it's it's going to be a good time for a lot of people enjoy enjoy that film eric davis com. always appreciate you taking the time i do want you uh, quickly to talk about a kind of a big merger i read about with uh, fandango and voodoo let us know that information real quick before we let you go yeah, we you know we had two streaming services, Fandango Now and Vudu, where you can buy and rent movies at home. These aren't subscription based like Netflix; it's more buy and rent a la carte movies. And we've combined them all into a brand new Vudu, uh, and have taken all of the great things that were on Fandango Now, have put them in Vudu. If you have a Roku service, Vudu is now going to be your primary movie store on Roku. Uh, and you know we get all of these movies when you know a lot of people talk about uh, them going into. Theaters and then coming home. Well, when they come home, the first place they're going to be is on Voodoo. They're nice. not going to be on Netflix. So, uh, so that's a really great thing. And then um, we also have this special screening on Sunday for the movie Respect, which comes out Ooh. next weekend. Uh, the Aretha Franklin biopic, uh, but Fandango's hosting a screening this Sunday. So, if you're interested in that movie, you want to see it early, uh, you can go over to Fandango and find out where that's playing. 
Excellent. Appreciate your time as always, Eric Davis, Manjander, Fandango.com. Enjoy uh, the Yankees game uh, tomorrow, and you're welcome for Anthony Rizzo, by the way, as a Cubs yes. fan. You're welcome. Thank, thank you so much, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for the time, and have a fantastic weekend, Eric. You too.